0: The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical
1: condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Podcast, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show... The coronavirus has been in the news for weeks now, and we're here to give you some common sense information on how you can protect yourself and your loved ones. But first up, Glenn Depke is a traditional naturopath whose expertise lies in the areas of natural hormone balancing, the gut-brain connection, immune regulation, and chronic inflammatory states. Glenn has been living the natural health lifestyle since 1985 and has been in practice since 2001 he had the honor of working alongside Dr. Joseph Mercola from 2004 to 2008 when he resided in Illinois prior to his move to Southern California. Currently, Glenn is a national educator for Dr. Mercola on a variety of wellness topics as well as a program in product development. And we welcome Glenn to the Mother's Market Podcast. How are you? Oh,
0: I'm doing awesome. Thank you for having me.
1: Great. Thanks for being here. Why don't you fill our audience in and a little bit of your mission and your work before we get to today's show.
0: Well, I, I think probably the, to make it easier is to understand a little bit of my history. Uh, a lot of people don't know when I was younger, when I was 17, I had a grand mal seizure mm-hmm. and uh, was had every test known to conventional medicine, and they basically told me everything's fine. It was probably just an unusual one-time incident. Go about your life and don't pay attention to it. So I did. And uh, months later to have a second one, mm-hmm. uh, now be admitted into the hospital, same battery of tests, same result. There's nothing wrong. There's no reason why you've had it. But now you've had two, so now we need to diagnose you as an epileptic. And from there, I was put on medication and still had grand mal seizures on medications. And mm-hmm. to make the long story short, uh, as a part of my health journey, I was actually at one point even a patient of Dr. Mercaldo's back in the day, and I overcame epilepsy naturally. Uh, so that drives my passion and compassion to help people Really, to find their balance and overcome what they're challenged with. So that's my wow. daily. That's my daily focus.
1: Oh, and it is. Wow, you turned your pain into power, and exactly. now you're making it work. Um, so today we're talking about the immune health, and so, my goodness, we could have many shows about this, right? Um, what What are your thoughts on the current scare with the
0: coronavirus? Well, the way I look at it is, we should look at everything as with a level of caution. Mm-hmm. The, the problem that I see is that in, in our, not just in our culture, but in the world's culture now, it's not just caution, it's fear. And the difference is in caution, we typically act. In fear, we typically don't act, right? And uh, and it really, for me, if we think of all of this, you know, the coronavirus, the Zika virus, SARS, bird flu, and we can go down the list of all the different um, pathogens that we're potentially exposed to that are going to wipe us out, right, based on immediate exposure. And I think, though, for me, it goes back uh, into, it goes back much further than most people think. It goes back to the 1860s. And, and most people have heard of Louis Pasteur. Uh, he's really the father of the germ theory. So the theory is that we are this almost helpless host as a human being. And then as we're exposed to a germ, the germ is what the deciding factor on what happens to us. But what most people don't know, there was another gentleman at the same time named Bachamp, and Bachamp had a different theory. His theory was that it was not the germ, it was actually the health of the cells of the host that determined what was going to happen when the germ, when the body was exposed to this germ. And for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe, maybe Pasteur had better speaking skills, maybe had a better influence of friends, he was better building rapport, or just better presenting his information. But in that time period, in the in the like the early to mid-60s, <clears throat> that argument was going about in, in really the medical world, and Pastor won, which is why we all, most of us have heard of Pastor, but nobody's heard of Bachamp. And the reality in, in my world, from my opinion, is that Bachamp should have won. And we wouldn't have the same focus on the coronavirus. It would be something that we would want to be cautious about, right? Because, I mean, people are getting sick and people are dying. And most of the people that are dying are people that are really, you know, low-immunity-based hosts, right? Where they're just not in the best place. And had really Bachamp won, our whole medical system would be completely different so
1: i think this is so interesting um even backing up a second because i want you to talk about what does that look like then it had Bachamp one um but did did you apply or did some doctors apply Bachamp's method in finding out what was wrong with you when when they kept saying everything's fine um, but you had had two grand mal seizures back to back um what what was that cure all of a sudden when they realized
0: yeah and well because the whole thing is it, it wasn't a cure it yeah. was just the recognition of what was wrong with my body. See, the seizures themselves weren't the issue. The seizures were an end result of what was going on in my body. And it was a combination of, you know, if I go back to when I was younger, yeah, you know, I, I grew up at a time, you know, I was born in 64. I grew up in a time when soda was first becoming popular, fast food restaurants were just opening. And I, I honestly I ate a lot of sugar and ate really poorly when I was younger. And I had nine cavities. Mm-hmm. And back in that day, that meant I had nine silver amalgam fillings, which, mm-hmm. as Dr. Mercola talks about all the time, are, you know, were then suspect to mercury toxicity. And mercury is a known neurotoxin. Mm-hmm. So if it's being released in the body and we have poor blood brain barrier function, which based on my level of health when I was younger, I would understand the poor blood brain barrier function. And then that mercury can move into my brain and again, you know, not everybody has seizures from that, but other people, it can drive neurodegeneration when they're they're older, it can drive gut issues, it can drive immune issues. I mean there's so many different things that occur from that. But even with that, it wasn't just the it wasn't just the mercury, it was the poor diet, too much sugar, uh, you know, other factors. You know, when I was younger, I mean there wasn't stress for you know, what I would consider children or adolescents when, you know, back in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, so right, 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 exactly. So I don't feel like that was a big deal. But I think it was really mostly nutritional, and, and really the toxicity that I was dealing with. And by the time I was older, and then this started to manifest for me as a seizure disorder, you know, there were other things going on, there were food sensitivities, there were hormonal imbalances, there were pathogens in the gut that I was dealing with. So, in essence i just had to take care of the things that weren't right in my body that were imbalanced and you know i'm, I'm happy to share that you know it, there was about a i would say almost a 10 year period from the time i was 17 to about 27 when i was working on overcoming this also again uh, with the help of dr marcole as his patient back in that day and and a whole other team of experts in my own research and I don't have seizures. I don't take medications for seizures. And honestly, I'm never worried about having a seizure again the rest of my life because Mm -hmm. I took care of what the underlying triggers were for it. I didn't just throw a, you know, know, like at the time, I was on Dilantin, which is an Mm anticonvulsant. Well, that didn't work. I still had seizures on the anticonvulsant, so. Wow,
1: you're true. It's a true testimonial to um, finding the right balance. Right, right. Um, So now, asking again, uh, how would Bachamp's system looks like now. So we talked about uh, Pasteur, Louis Pasteur, but wh- what does that look like now?
0: Yeah, well, Pasteur's system looks like what I went through. Okay. It's it's more of the recognition, yes, you have this problem, and this problem is caused by something, not looking at the, you know, like Pasteur's theory was that the the germ was the problem? Well, if the germ was the problem, everybody exposed to the coronavirus would have similar or or, or exact circumstances. That's, not, that's the not the case. True. That's not who's having the most significant issues with the coronavirus. It's people who are immunocompromised. You know, okay. typically senior citizens, and not. And I don't. I'm not going to coin senior, senior citizens as as poor health, but senior citizens with poor immunity or younger. You know, children with poor immunity is really where the, the bigger problems are coming in. And, and if we can all just focus on what I would consider more of the balanced lifestyle choices that we could make and some really some of the basic supplementation that is important to support the immune system, as well as some little bit like I'm one of those guys, a little bit of extra credit goes a long way, especially when there's something like this going on. So I think that's really important.
1: Yeah, that's, um, and thank you for really bringing up something that someone, Vachamp, that a lot of us have never even heard of. I know, right? To, to start adopting that uh, lifestyle. How can we keep these cells in the best condition ourselves so that the, this virus doesn't break out and um, affect us? I know we've been talking about compromised immune systems, but as we're being told, wash your hands and, you know, but what about what does that diet look like? Us yeah
0: i mean well from a lifestyle perspective yes of course wash your hands if you're going to cough around somebody cover your mouth yeah. so you're not shooting this all over the oh atmosphere gosh. and also <laughs> exactly and then also you know getting enough sleep oh. you know when we when we go to sleep our immune system really hit, kicks into high gear so that's when we're really enjoying that high maintenance and repair of the body and when the body's doing its job in uh really Red flagging and recognizing pathogens like this virus, and then providing the right components, immune components, whether it be natural killer cells, uh, cytokines, interleukins, white blood cells, whatever the body determines it needs to destroy it, it destroys it, and then it's removed from the body. I mean, that's really what it's actually called a natural healing crisis. Mm. And, and crisis doesn't mean it's bad, it's just that what the body has to go through to rid itself of something that it doesn't want, something it deems, you know, dangerous for the body. And other things that we could do outside of sleep, I mean, just simple things that we should all do but we don't. You know, make sure that we're deep breathing on a consistent basis to get enough oxygen to the cells in the body. Staying properly hydrated, you wanna be flushing out the kidneys, you know, on a consistent basis to help with all of this. And, and nutritionally, yeah, this is a great time for people to decide, well, maybe I shouldn't eat as much sugar as I usually do. Maybe I should cut back on the simple carbs that I eat, get away from the flour-based products and have my carbs more vegetables at this time or maybe a limited amount of fruit and, and really make different choices with what we're drinking. Yeah, the, because most people consistently drink liquid sugar all the time. So does. Right. Nice. And, and what... Very look Yeah, what, that's what I was going to say that. That's what kills me is people reach for like OJ thinking, well, this is so healthy for me. It's got vitamin C. Well, yes, it does have vitamin C, but it's also loaded in sugar, which depletes your immune system. And what most people don't know is you can get more vitamin C from avocado mm. than you would from orange juice without obviously the sugar. So, and, and even... Now, from that perspective, personally, uh, like as an example with travel, I travel a lot. Well, every time I travel, I take, when I'm getting on a plane, I take five liposomal vitamin C. And when I get off the plane, I take another five liposomal vitamin C. Because I know when I'm kind of trapped in a plane, which to me is like one of the worst <laughs> the worst, you know, worst environments, health environments in our in our world, right, that you want to do something to protect yourself. So I stay extra hydrated. I take the vitamin C and I'll probably even take some other kind of immune support. And it's even, you know, not too long ago I was on a eight day cruise and I had a plane flight there on a boat oh for eight days with 3000 people plus right? Friends, right. And then, and then another two long flights, you know, getting back from Florida to Southern California. So of course I did everything that I could
1: and you made it without getting that. sick.
0: Well, there's a whole different side story to that that we probably won't have Uh-oh. time to get okay. into, <clears throat> but, uh, but no, I, I, but I, I'm always going to take my utmost protection when I'm in those circumstances. And that's, that's another lifestyle thing is we can, if we think of, you know, society and, and, human beings, like we're meant to be in community, but not stuck in little areas like sardines in a can, right? Right. And what we're really doing is a lot of times, especially, I'm initially from the Midwest, where Mm -hmm. in the winter, you would always be inside, all the windows would be closed, you'd have this forced air heat blowing in on you. Mm -hmm. Well, those are just environments that it might not be a bad idea to either stay away from those environments if you can, or make sure you're protecting yourself when you go in those environments in every way that you can. And the combination of lifestyle and supplementation, I mean, you could put your body in that position where the champ would be so proud that you're being the strongest toast oh, right. you possibly can.
1: Yeah, I so I I love the natural healing crisis as a headline. Um, not necessarily to say that it, it is a crisis, but you made a change that you said will take some time. I, Fast food, um, you know, and the sugar. Oh, my gosh. But it is in everything. You, you know, you have right. to really be um, diligent about making sure you look at ingredients. Um, give me an example of what your plate looks like or your your meals look like throughout <laughs> the day. <laughs>
0: Some, and,
1: and then add also besides, I don't know if there is anything besides water, but for liquid and also, you know, food and drink.
0: Exactly. And, and I, I always say that I'm, I'm still a human being. I don't do everything perfect and I don't aspire to do everything perfect I can't see the air quotes on the, on the audio <laughs> but but that's the whole thing is that we want to do the best we can but we still need to fit into this life right yeah mm-hmm. so and I do um, a version of, of, of keto that I've been doing long before we even had the words keto to yeah. be honest with you I've been doing this for about 20 years and it's expanded with, uh, like, Dr. McCullough wrote a book uh, called Fat for Fuel, which uh, to me is by far the best book on keto I've ever seen. You know, the best fuel. accumulation of information and research, and really the real things that you need to move forward into living in that level of a lifestyle from a dietary perspective. But then his next book, though, Keto Fast. Really takes it to a new level, and the, really the keto fast way of living is what I focus on. Whereas I'll do four days of keto, I do two days of what's considered feasting days, where you have more more carbs on those days, and then one kind of like a keto fasting day. Mm-hmm. and And in my in my you know regular keto days, I'll probably wake up in the morning and I'll, I'll make either an organic black tea or an organic coffee, and I'll use. Uh, Dr. McCullough's ketone energy, which is a caprylicate MCT oil. I prefer that because of its impact on the liver and producing ketones and ability to get into the brain. And, and I'll mix that with a little bit of uh, an organic butter, grass-fed too, if I can get it, but at least organic. And that's how I start my day. And, and I use that, and I take my different supplements that I will take in the morning with that. And then I'll have a meal, I don't know, maybe my first true, like, Physical food is about 11 or 12. And I'll have a small piece of protein. It might be maybe all of three ounces of maybe chicken thigh or maybe a hamburger or steak or salmon or something. And I'll have a a vegetable without a low glycemic vegetable. Maybe some of my favorites are asparagus, broccoli, cauliflower, green beans. You know, it could be a salad, a spinach salad or mixed green salad. And I'll always have a, a healthy amount of fat with that. So I might have a whole like medium avocado with some Himalayan salt on it or some derivative of either avocado, coconut, <clears throat> or uh, or olives that I'll have as my fat. But it's a very small portion. I mean, I, I really don't eat a lot. I still maintain about 192 pounds of body weight. I'm, I'm a very active person. I've got a private practice. I do a lot of traveling with Dr. Mercola. I've, I'm an avid golfer, I've got a wife and two big dogs, and I'm a busy guy. I mean, I burned the candle at both ends in the middle you know, with uh, some regularity, but I don't need a lot of food because I've done what I needed to do in the past to really optimize my digestion. And I eat in a way that supplies my body with energy. You know, so, so I gave an example of lunch and dinner would be very similar to that. But, but really, if you took the two plates of food that I eat for the day, If you put those together on one plate, they would probably be the same as one plate for one meal for one person. And you think of all the people are eating three meals at sizes and then a couple of snacks through the day. I mean, that just tells me that people are eating in a way that maybe they don't have their digestive system really in a place that they need to to properly absorb and assimilate those foods, or perhaps they're just not eating in a way that's really healthy for them even though we might perceive it as healthy, a lot of times uh, it gets into you know what you're talking about. You gave up sugar mm-hmm. and, and you're right. Sugar is in everything. You know, I, always, I have a challenge. It's a good challenge for everybody listening. Pay attention to where you get sugar from, from everything, not just in a packaged good where it is listed the sugar, but look, it's so easy with our smartphones nowadays. You can ask your smartphone, how many grams of sugar are in an apple? And it'll tell you. Oh. So you could go about every food through your day. And I always say, stay under 100 grams of sugar. Mm. You know, and for people who are following keto, as Dr. Marcola puts in his Fat for Fuel book, he suggests 50 net carbs or less through your day. And some people some people will will shoot for 40 or less or 30 or 20 or less, but I'm not an advocate of eliminating the net carbs. You know, that's uh, more of kind of like what is now considered the carnivore diet, right? Mm-hmm. But and that's one of, the reasons, one of the places where Dr. Mercola's uh, keto fast comes in because those two days where you're doing what's called the feasting days, you're actually eating carbs that you would normally not eat on keto. And you're having uh, net carbs of like 100, 150, but you're getting some of the carbs that are important for your digestive system. Some of these digestive resistant starches like maybe papaya or, or rice or you know, some of these different carbohydrates that you would typically never eat on, car- on keto. Except the problem with that is if you always like if every day you're focused on oh, I'm going to be at 20 grams of net carbs or less every day and you get all excited and pumped up like you're doing something great for your body. And on a level, yes, but once you've reached the state of ketosis that you're looking for, you want those feasting days because if you continually eliminate those digestive resistant starches that has a negative impact in the microbiome and a negative impact on your digestive system. So it's that's why it's so important to put that all together
1: wow this is really great information and thank you for you know kind of that that mind shift for all of us um right now we have to take a quick break but more in a minute don't go away we will be right back looking for healthier snack options mother's market sources organic and non-gmo small batch high quality great tasting nuts dried fruits snacks and candy the goal to provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value
0: And Solaray
1: delivers support every step of the way
0: with Her Life Stages. The first-of-its-kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor-formulated solutions at each stage with clinically-backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today.
1: National educator Glenn Depke. And we're talking about how we can boost our immune systems. And uh, Glenn, thank you. You've been really great about sharing information about with our lifestyles and the coronavirus uh, outcry right now and, and how we can, uh, you know, really help ourselves uh, be that better person with uh, making sure we're eating right and cleaning our hands and covering our mouths and everything. But what can people do from a supplement perspective?
0: Yeah. And there's, there's a great question. There's two levels of this, you know, to me, there's the no brainer basics and then there's extra credit. Yeah. I mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm one who goes for extra credit, especially when there's caution, In the wind right which is what we have now and some of the basics and these are things that unfortunately a lot of people don't focus on or don't think of when when something like this happens and one of them is just taking probiotics Mm. you know probiotics which will enhance the digestive system and the environment of the GI tract What most people don't recognize, though, is about 70 to 80% of your immune system actually originates in the GI tract. Mm. So if we don't have a healthy gut, we don't have a healthy immune system. And one of the things that I love with uh, Dr. Mercola's complete probiotics is there is one particular strain of bacteria in that. It's called the DDS1 form of lactobacillus acidophilus or L-acidophilus. And that is the most researched strain of beneficial bacteria that's been shown to be resistant to enzymes, it's resistant to bile, and it's resistant to stomach acid. So the opportunity that that makes it all the way into the colon is actually very high. And and that becomes really important because, you see, when I'm working with clients one-on-one, and I'm looking at stool collections and and different pathogens people may have, a lot of the bacteria that people pick up ends up residing in the colon. So you want to make sure that you're using a probiotic that's going to make it all the way to the colon. And you the other advantage to the complete probiotic is back in early 2019, we started putting this in a delayed release capsule. So it actually opens opens up a little bit further to enhance the ability to make it throughout the whole GI tract. And that's that's one of those things that, you know, as in general rules within our culture nowadays, most people don't eat a lot of raw, naturally fermented foods that aren't pasteurized. You know, every once in a while I hear people say, "But I, I take my yogurt every day, and it's got five million bac- good bacteria in it." Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but it's pasteurized, so it's heated, which destroys the bacteria, right? Mm-hmm. So, and it's something that even though in my home my wife makes fermented foods, and I do get to enjoy those on a regular basis, I still wake up every morning and take my complete probiotic. You know, and it's such a basic need, and. And other things, like I had mentioned vitamin C earlier, and then also vitamin D. And vitamin C, which, you know, we think about it from an antioxidant perspective, but it's so important not only for, for, as an antioxidant for supporting the immune system. It plays a role in brain health, plays a role in gut health. I mean, there's almost nothing you can talk about that vitamin C doesn't play a role in. But the big thing is, is the fact that it's liposomal. That's the one thing that most people just don't understand. And, and basically what liposomal technology is, is that within the ingredient of the supplement, you have a mixture of an emulsified sunflower lecithin and an MCT oil. And then when, when that all opens up with the nutrient in the digestive tract, the GI uses those raw materials of the sunflower lecithin and the MCT to produce a liposome. Yeah. And then the liposome attach then attaches then to the nutrient, it, whether it be vitamin C or vitamin D, and it it allows it to to make it intracellular with great ease whereas if if you have a nutrient that doesn't have a liposome attached to it it's it's very difficult to get through the cell membrane and get into the cell so some of it is absorbed and a lot of it isn't and then if it's if we're taking a a water-soluble nutrient like vitamin c uh, that'll come out in the urine or if you're taking a fat-soluble nutrient like a vitamin d that will actually come out in our stool well how about if we make it into the cell? And the liposomal allows you to even, like I gave an example earlier, when I fly, I'll take five liposomal vitamin C, so that's 5,000 units right before the flight and right after the flight. Well. If, you'd, if that wasn't liposomal, I would never take that much because I would probably have really loose stool, right? And you don't wanna be on a plane and run <laughs> right. into that, that, that kind of circumstance. But because it's liposomal and it gets intracellular, you could take higher amounts and, and do those really supportive therapeutic levels that in the past, the only way you can get a 10,000 units of vitamin C Intracellular was to actually spend 150, 175 dollars for for an IV. Mm. Well, now you can use liposomal, and and that's with the C, but the D, vitamin D, which in all actuality is a hormone, but we still always call it vitamin D because that's what we've been doing for decades. <clears throat> but uh, the vitamin D is essential for immune system support. Mm. If you want to have a strong a strong immune system, you have to have adequate vitamin D, and. I know Dr. Mercola, uh, at least in the past, I haven't checked uh, recently, but he used to offer a vitamin D testing on his website. And I always tell people, if you're a healthy person and you're checking your vitamin D, you'd like to see that somewhere between 50 and 70. But if you're you're a health challenge individual, you want that in more of a therapeutic range to be like 70 to 100. And I have a, a kind of a cute little story about, uh, you know, one of uh, somebody I worked with back in Dr. Mercola's office years ago, who initially had a vitamin D level of eight, which is terribly, terribly low. And I didn't quite express it in that way to scare her, but uh, we had I instructed her to take regular vitamin D supplementation. But back in that, those days, that was probably about 14 years ago, we didn't have liposomal D. And this one, Then I, uh, sometime after that, I moved to Southern California lost touch with her about eight years after that she reached out to me she did a probably a a browser search found me and we started working together uh, at a distance and after eight years of daily vitamin d supplementation this woman only went from eight to 40. so she still didn't even make it to the low end for a healthy person and we were looking for the therapeutic level well thankfully at that time liposomal d was now available Put around 5,000 units of, of liposomal D twice per day. In two months, she went from 40 to 77.
1: Wow. So
0: that ability to get intracellular makes a huge difference. And, uh, uh, and I can't say enough about that. And, and to me, the, the fourth really no-brainer is zinc. Hmm. Uh, a pretty consistent uh, mineral deficiency, I, I would say probably the, some of the stats are at least 33% or so people are zinc deficient. Hmm. And it plays a big role in supporting immune system function, plays a big role in creating a healthy anti-inflammatory perspective. But what I love about with Dr. Mercola's zinc supplement is not just zinc. It's zinc and a small level of selenium which also plays an important role in overall health and, uh, and immune support. And also a very small amount of copper. This is, this is another thing that most people don't know is that zinc and copper are actually antagonistic minerals. So if you just consistently take zinc all the time, which a lot of people do, you could actually create a deficiency in copper. Wow. Yeah, so, so that's why I'm, you know, I just love the fact that he adds that little bit of copper in there to make sure that we don't create this copper deficiency. Hmm. And, and to me, those four are really the no-brainers. You know, the complete probiotic, a liposomal C, a liposomal D, and the zinc, selenium, and copper mixture. <clears throat> and then after that, then, it's, then it gets into the extra credit. And there's, there's three particular supplements that I wanted to, to really talk about today. And one is, one is fermented mushrooms. You know, the, the first key word to understand is when we talk about fermentation. You know, anything that we ferment, number one is gonna have a higher therapeutic value. If we go back in time into traditional cultures, every traditional culture back in recorded history had a, what they would call a sacred food. Their sacred food was always raw and was always fermented. And if the sacred food was in uh, in, in a plentiful amount, everybody would get that. But if it was in times where the, their sacred food was scarce, that sacred food would be held back for the elderly, people who are sick, or expectant you know, mothers. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the whole thing is is because of fermentation. We've recognized this as humankind for literally how many hundreds or thousands or millions of years, right? And the big thing with this is anything you ferment has a higher therapeutic value. Number two, anything you ferment has uh, a, a higher level of absorbable, uh, absorption and assimilation in the body. And number three, anything fermented helps your digestive system. And, and a simple reality, if we look at people with health issues, people who should maybe be concerned about the coronavirus, those are the people who are also usually dealing with digestive issues, right? So so the number one, anything fermented is going to have a value, and then what are you fermenting? Right, the one that I really want to bring up at the beginning is the fermented mushrooms. I mean, Dr. Mercola's fermented mushroom product has seven different mushrooms in it that are supportive, therapeutic mushrooms that have been used literally for thousands of years to support the immune system, normal cellular growth, body's detoxification processes, and and just... Overall, to me, the biggest thing, though, is immune support, and and it's something that traditional Chinese medicine has been using medicinal mushrooms for, you know, generation after generation with huge levels of success, and the other one that that I really love personally is fermented black garlic, and most people don't know a lot about black garlic, but garlic itself, which is a fantastic spice that people use for almost everything and enjoy it myself, but garlic as just a food, it it does contain a lot of nutrients. It contains magnesium, calcium, phosphorus, selenium, B6, vitamin C. So from a nutritive perspective, it's something that's good to have in our diet. You know, but the big thing, though, is once you ferment garlic, and then it becomes black garlic. Now, number one, it's really sweet tasting. It doesn't have that pungent flavor. And if you consume black garlic, it doesn't, you know, the next day, everybody's not going to know you had garlic the day before. It's not oozing out in your pores right because it's fermented because it's fermented okay. right and and that black garlic now the fermentation process though releases something called s cysteine or sac which is really the most therapeutic value for garlic but it's but it most people don't have an optimal enough functioning digestive system to make those conversions in the gi tract so the fermentation releases it for us you know, and, and the other, like one of my fun things for this is every once in a while, I'll even just open up a capsule of the fermented black garlic. And if I'm cooking eggs for lunch with you know, maybe a little spinach salad and some avocado, I might open up a, a one of those and just sprinkle it on my eggs because it's got that sweet, just really awesome flavor to it. Mm. And the big thing as we're talking about is supporting the immune system function. I remember last year in 2019, when I was at the expo at Dr. McCullough's booth. And I was having fun kind of hanging out by the fermented supplements and talking about them and how many people walked up and said, I take the fermented black garlic and I just don't get sick like I used to. Like Mm -hmm. people, I wasn't even, I wasn't even trying to get that information out of them. People would just walk up and share and, you know, to support healthy immune support. And then also for other people with, you know, with potential heart issues, supporting healthy blood pressure or healthy cholesterol levels. I mean, it goes a long way in helping the body. But for me, the bigger focus today is specifically, you know, with immune support. Yeah. And it's really enjoyable if you get to taste it as well. And go ahead. I
1: was just going to quickly ask you, you you answered a question for me, um, just in the form of the supplements. It is in a capsule, the fermented mushrooms and black garlic. It
0: is. And and Dr. McCullough also sells it in a paste. Mm -hmm. So you can enjoy the culinary aspect of black garlic I mean there are times where I'll just get the black garlic and sit and eat it with a spoon because it is so it is so tasty and so good and so you know therapeutic on the same level so if I can enjoy something that I'm putting in my mouth from a nutritional perspective and also have something that is highly you know supportive for my body my immune system my heart health and everything yeah absolutely I'm going to do that right? Right, right and then Uh, The last thing that I want to talk about is just the uh, overall uh, immune support herbal complex, which is uh, if you're just looking for potentially that one thing as extra credit, uh, this is another potential way to go outside of the mushrooms or the garlic, uh, which is basically just 10 different premium ingredients, which is a combination of different herbs that all have immune support. So uh, like. B propolis uh, concentrate, bone set herb powder, uh, oil of oregano, and so many other herbs that are all just immunosupportive. So to me, it comes down to one of those things is, you know, what, what overall are we looking for? I mean, I love fermented products because the higher ther- therapeutic value, the, you know, ease of absorption, and assimilation, helping the digestive system, system as well. Uh, but I think people kind of resonate and go with, what their favorites are, what their gut is telling them, what what was that internal dialogue saying. Uh, But to me, though, those three are the extra credits. Fantastic during these times of caution. Fantastic if you feel that your own immune system is down. Fantastic if you're going to be going on a plane or being in a compromised area. uh, But to me, the basics are not extra credit, like having the probiotics, the C, the D, and the zinc are the essentials that we need, and everything else is a bonus to what you did there.
1: Wow, this, I'm sitting here frantically taking notes on everything you're saying. So really interesting information, and especially in the times that we're in with this coronavirus. So uh, everything we can do to be proactive. Thank you so much for your time and some great advice, and we really appreciate your knowledge, and we look forward to having you on again. In the meantime, you can get more information on Glenn on the website is Mercola.com, M-E-R-C-O-L-A. Thank you so much, and we look forward to your next visit.
0: My pleasure. Looking forward to it. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.